Hey, it's Jamie Sumner, left guard from 1994-95, and this is the Bunch of Nuts podcast with my boys Dan and Cass. Go Bucks! Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Bunch of Nuts podcast. It's Dan here, Big Cass. Big Cass, home opener this weekend. The Penguins of Youngstown State travel down I-71 south to Columbus to the shoe. Um, shoot the, the the shoe this 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 Saturday. It is gonna be you know scarlet gray, a little bit of black mix in there. The Youngstown State fans, same color scheme and everything. Uh, but it's it's gonna be a big party, man. That's how I'm gonna describe this week. It's just gonna be a big fun Ohio party. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Um, I'm excited to go. Um, you know, the, it, it, to be back in the shoe, it's supposed to be a gorgeous day. Um, you know, playing a Youngstown State team, FCS program, who, you know, on paper, you don't, you know, they're not going to have a shot. Um, and I think, you know, that – you know, they're a good SCS program. Heck, they beat Valparaiso 52 to 10 um, last last week. But, like, all in all, I just – I like, it's one of those games where there's 12 big-time recruits led by uh, Tavion St. Clair and um, Jermaine Matthews are going to be there. And I think it's just going to be one big face-to-face party that the coaches want to bring – these players on so they can get more face-to-face contact with these recruits. A lot of them are already committed to a Buckeyes. Some of them are, I don't have the names top of my head, but it's one of those games. It's, it's going to feel kind of feel like the spring game, honestly, like, yeah, but with an actual team that we're playing against and an actual, you know, you know, first, you know, first team starters and stuff. So it's definitely going to be a game for the offense to finally, you know, to showcase their skills, maybe not their full set of skills, but it's to showcase their skills and prove that last week was kind of like an anomaly and kind of a fluke. Yeah, no, it's going to be, look, it's going to be a beautiful fall morning. Like it's, it's a noon game, but honestly, I'm really excited. This is a noon game, bro. Um, Like Youngstown state, it's nice playing. I, and I, I wrote about this like a year ago. I uh, it was exciting to have this on the schedule because of Jim Tressel. Um, it's a local in-state team. It's not, you know, it's obviously not probably going to be a close one. The spread right now is about forty-one and a half, which is kind of low. But we'll get into whole the new clock rules and all that in a little bit. Um, well, like Youngstown State though, it's just not. It's not the same brand of football. The, the ones they like, what they play. It's, I mean, their schedule. It's Valparaiso. Ohio State, then like the rest of it, it's like it's it's not even close to like what like a Division One team would see. It's Robert Morris, University of Northern Iowa, Southern Illinois, South Dakota, Illinois State, Missouri State, Indiana State, South Dakota State, Murray State, and I believe Murray State is losing to Louisville right now, kind of big. Um, but like so, this one like this should be a get right game for Ohio State. This like this is gonna be a game where it's like how many points can we put up in 60 minutes and it's going to probably be less than usual with the new clock rule. Um, but outside of the running back Youngstown state, um, I believe Tyshawn King actually yeah. did pretty good. He had a hundred yards, two touchdowns. Um, that's the only real big player they have on their team. Um, 
So it, this one should be an easy Buckeye victory. Yeah, I mean, their quarterback is that typical FCS Division One or Division Two football name, Mitch Davidson. Like you don't know any. I don't know any big time, uh, big time quarterbacks with the name Mitch Davidson. It's like that. Oh, you know, but he's six four, two twenty. Um, he's pretty accurate. Eleven of nineteen last week, one hundred and thirty yards. Um. Tayshawn King had 11 carries, 111 yards. The running backs look like they against Valparaiso. They their top three, their top four running backs averaged over eight yards a carry. So again, they didn't play Ohio State's defensive line. Um, they also have brought Deshaun uh, Waitley. Mm-hmm. Um, he's from he's from uh, Cleveland area. Um, played East Cleveland. Um, Cephas Harris the third. Uh, he. He he reg he's a he registered. I mean, they've got some pretty decent guys that may or may could play in the MAC or Sun Belt or you know, they're not real impressive on offense. They might they might be just a little bit under Indiana, which will help Ohio State's defense out. Um yeah, I'm not I'm not the they have some guys, and of course, they're going to play well. They're going to play, come out and play very well. Obviously, this is definitely their Super Bowl, and a lot of these guys grew up who played in Ohio grew up wanting to be Buckeyes. So, oh, absolutely, that's so that's an awesome point. So, it is what it is. I don't see them moving the ball, and I think what Bill Rabinowitz tweeted out earlier during the Ryan Day Collins show is Ryan Day is thinking about. And this is a good segue. Talk about our offense. Is they may take the ball if they win the toss, and I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that Ohio State only had ten drives against Indiana because of the new play clock rule. So, what is your thoughts on Ohio State wanting to take the ball? I personally like it because I don't like the new clock rule. But what is your thoughts? I. I honestly, I I'm I've always been the mentality is you want to receive in the second half. It just allows you to make adjustments. It also always I feel like keeps you in a game. You could literally be down thirty five nothing and you're getting the ball in the second half and it's like okay, well we can make the adjustments, score, stop, score. Like you could get some momentum going. That's why I like getting the ball in the second half. I've I'm like just a firm believer in my philosophy. Always do that, but I do see it from Ryan Day's perspective because it's like, you know if you have this great offense, we can go down and set the pace. So like we score, we put the pressure on them. They quickly go out because we have a pretty good defense score again. And now we're, we're making them play our football. And a good example of that would be like Michigan state in 2021, where, you know, we got the ball, we scored, um, we stopped them scored again. Cause it was just Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave, boom, boom, boom. And then Michigan state's, you know, game was predicated on running the ball they couldn't they couldn't commit to the run because they were just so they were just behind and always chasing so it's it really i think it depends on who you're playing it's if you're playing a team that's more predicated on the run like youngstown state they are more predicated on the run it's a good idea if you're playing a team that you know it's predicated on the pass um i think you're going to want to have the ball last and i feel like you know getting the ball at halftime kind of set you up in a better position 
if that makes sense. Yeah, it does definitely make sense. I think, like, next week you're going to want to get the ball first for sure because, you know, Western Kentucky is going to throw the ball around. Um, a team like Notre Dame, like, I want the ball at half because that's going to be a dogfight. And it's – I'm not worried about the clock in that one. I'm worried about Coming out with a victory. Yeah, coming out with a victory. Adjustments. Um, just, like – making sure our guys have the right assignments, you know, going like, it's just, it gives you, I think more options, but I, I see Ryan day's perspective. Cause he also hasn't been afraid to take the ball. Um, first he's done that in a lot of big games. I feel like, to be honest. Yeah. yeah it's going to be definitely interesting. And I'm, it might be a new approach to just to get this offense rolling. And I think this is the reason why he wants to go, you know, get the ball first and go for it. I think, that that's what Ohio State wants to do this you know this year just to get some offensive rhythm. But okay, but I will add to this though. If he's gonna get the ball first, you gotta play aggressive on offense too. You can't. I think he, you can't. I think just, you gotta go up tempo. I, I yeah, you can't. You gotta be. You gotta if you're gonna get play, play get the ball first and set the tone to. to you want to be aggressive. You can't be like I. I don't want to see him getting the ball first and then going three and out because they're just calling conservative stuff and like. You know, they can't be scared. Like, if they're going to go – like, I, I also rather see them play all four downs if they get the ball first. <laughs> like, uh, just get a first down. They need a first down. I don't care if they have to go play all four downs to get the first down. Like, they're better than Youngstown State. Just just play. Like, just do, be aggressive. Don't overthink it. Do we both agree that we should not be going three and out at all in this game? No, and and if we do get the ball first and it is like fourth down and two, I don't care if it's inside the fifteen. Like just go for it. I, <laughs> I mean, don't Dan Campbell and the Lions did it. Yeah, I if 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 Mayan Williams or Travion or Chip or like just we can't get two yards on the fourth down against Youngstown State, we're not beating Georgia and Alabama and all these teams. So like just 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 do it. Just do it, man. Don't overthink it. Absolutely. There's not much to talk about with this game. Can't really go into detail. That's what and everything. Um, I'm already ready to give my keys to victory and score prediction. That's just how good. That's just the the nature of this game. Um, you know, I think just the key to the number one key is to get health, stay healthy. Um, and um, I think another key is create create a turnover, like create some turnovers on defense. Uh, there's no reason why you can't create a turnover against Youngstown State. And on offense, pick up a third down, play up tempo and score fast, play Buckeye branded football, and, you know, blow these suckers out 59 to nothing, 59-3. to three. See, I think my key is go for the shutout on defense. I think I'm yeah. challenging the defense – we I feel like we haven't had a shutout in a while. I don't know when was the last shutout, bro. I'm trying to really think. It's, I feel like it's been years, but we can do it, bro. We can get a shutout against this team. I believe in the combined mat the last two matchups, Youngstown State. It's been a combined six points in two matchups. Ohio State with had basically I know it was Indiana. I know people are cherry picking the stat. It was the best defensive performance yardage wise. Um, uh, any I believe top 10, 25 team. It was, yeah, Ohio, and this is from JR's rankings. This is he, absolute banger of a tweet, by the way. 
Ohio State's defense gave up the least amount of total yards of all top 25 teams in their season opener. Ohio State only gave up 153 total yards. Texas, number two, 176. Notre Dame, number three, 193. And then it just kind of, you know, then begins hitting the 200s. So defense wins championships. I loved what I saw about the defense last week. I want to see. And speaking of defense. I want to challenge them, though. Zero. Zero points this week. Lions just had a pick six. It's a good. Ooh. Oh, wow. There he goes. Wow. I love NFL football, man. I'm so happy it's back. Yeah. Dan Campbell's excited. Dan Campbell's going nuts. All right. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm saying 59-3 because I want to see be, our defense do that. <laughs> yeah, 50, Sunny Styles. Uh, actually, I want to see a, de- a corner do it. I want to see a corner pick one off. Ibnus and Denzel Berg in house it. Um, I said 59-3 just because I think Youngstown State might get a cheap touch, a cheap field goal in the end. Um, I, but I do think our starting defense gets ch- uh, a shutout. I'm I'm going. I'm going uh, 49 nothing. Um, would be more. And what's annoying about the play clock, though, thing is it, at the end of the day, it's also going to hurt, I feel like, the younger guys because they're not going to get as many reps. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're losing, let's say, six plays a game on average, that's a whole drive. That's a whole drive for the backups. In a game like this, that's like, ha- like that could be like the, some of the third stringers' like only chance to get in the game. But that's a whole different animal. Um, I get the play clock from the perspective that maybe they want to make the game a little more competitive. And then since we're adding the 12 team playoff, it might be a little more parody when that happens, but that's, that's a whole different conversation. I'm sure we'll get all, all into that next year with the rules. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's uh, I don't know. It, 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 I, it, my last key though, Cass, um, I completely forgot about this. I want to see, uh, I, I just want to see, McCord, uh, just operate the offense smoothly. Don't like this is a game where he doesn't have to try to do too much. He can literally just go back, do his read. He's open, throw it. You know, and, like it's it's like it's like uh, golf. Um, my golf analogy. So I I I was trying to do too much with my driver today. Um, and it's a great driver. I got this like two hundred fifty dollar driver. It's a stealth. Um. And I've been, you know, when I've been just, you know, kind of half swinging and just swinging smoothly, I've been hit, hitting the crap out of the ball. Like, it's been great. I've just been, like, playing, like, consistently, not trying to overdo it, not trying to be Tiger Woods, but just trying to hit it good. And it's going great. Today, I, I got cocky, and I tried to kill it. Um, and it just, it it didn't go well. Because I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't playing. I was doing, trying to do too much. And I think McCord needs to kind of, do the same thing, you know. Don't worry about what Joe Schmo on Twitter is saying. Don't worry about what this is this idiot saying. Just go out there, operate the offense. We know you're capable. Like we've seen you play. We saw you start against Akron. People wanted you to start when CJ Stroud was messing up in after the Oregon game. Like we have faith in you, Kyle McCord. Just go out and do your thing and just show Buckeye Nation, you know, at your second home game starting why you are, you know, the next one up. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Time for well, picks. Picks. 
Picks, picks, picks. Hey, I I was good last week. You were you beat me by one. Um, can I do my two delusional picks real quick? Yeah, go ahead. All right, my two delusional ones, and I where was it? I had to, I just had them pulled up pre-show. Um, oh my goodness, I literally lost them. Um, okay, uh, seven o'clock, ESPN Plus. Um, a real note, like a real no one game, but UConn at Georgia State. I like UConn money line. Um, they're a three point underdog. I also like, where was it? Where was it? All right. Oh, I like San Diego State uh, to cover. Um, it's a home game against UCLA. UCLA travels there. San Diego State's 2-0. and Um and they're, you know, they're averaging a good, they're averaging like 229 rushing yards a game. I know UCLA likes to go high paced, but I feel like this kind of with the new play clock rules and at home, I feel like that kind of plays into San Diego state and at least covering, they get 14 points. So, uh, San Diego state covering and then UConn money line are my two degenerate picks of the week. I was one for one and I was close. I was close. I was almost two and out. Yeah. So I'm not going to do this, but I want to make, a note: The big game boomer, big game boomer Gabol. Oh, the drama! The Illinois Kansas game. I'm going. I, I'm going with Kansas because I want big game boomer to feel the wrath of Kansas. I mean, it's not one of our pick'em games, but he's mad. We're butt hurt because he can't get Kansas credentials. So, because he's not an actual media, <laughs> so, so. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm I, I'm gonna go Illinois on that one. Um, Illinois really impressed me with the win over Toledo. I think Toledo is still a very good team. Honestly, yeah. uh, I'll go. I'm gonna go. I'll go with Illinois on that one. All right, our first official pick though on ABC at noon: Notre Dame at NC State. Notre Dame is a Seven and a half point favorite. I like the Irish seven and a half points uh, with the seven and a half points. Um, I, I agree. Don't, I, if they had O'Leary still at quarterback, I would think differently. But this might be the this might be a look for Notre Dame that we might, you know, this is, might be the look for Notre Dame that we get to actually, yeah. Look. It, and I, this game is a little deceptive. I'm not going to lie. The line's a little wonky because it's uh, NC State. They're 1-0 with a 24-14 win over UConn. I think a lot of people are underrating UConn, believe it or not, this year. Um, I think UConn's actually sneaky good. I think they honestly will be going to a bowl game. That's my really bull prediction. I think uh, Jim Mora has that program on the you know on the move at least. Um so I, I, I'm going to go, but I, so I think, you know, North Carolina state is better than what people are projecting at, because of that. With that being said, though, I do like Notre Dame oh, seven and a half. Absolutely. All righty. The next game. Maybe if my phone will scroll. <laughs> How about this one? Noon. Uh, ESPN. 
we won't be watching this one, but this is a trap game. I think I like Baylor covering um, eight points underdog to Utah. I think this is a game. Utah is, this is a dangerous game for Utah because I think Utah thinks they're better than they are because they just beat Florida. Florida stinks. Like Florida's going to stink this year. And I know, and Baylor's upset because they just lost to Texas State. Texas State is better than what people think because they have TJ Finley at quarterback. So I like Baylor plus plus the points in this one. I like Utah. Baylor's loss last week was atrocious. Um, so I'll I'll go with Utah. Okay, fair enough. I'm writing these down. By the way. Uh-huh. Cool. Uh, all right. Let's see. Oh, this is a fun one, Cass. It's a really good one. 3.30, ESPN2. Number 20, Ole Miss versus number 24, Tulane. This might be one of the best games of the weekend. Um, at Tulane, right? At Tulane, Ole Miss. And that's like, you know, both the South area, Mississippi, not that far from New Orleans. It's like right on the border, right there. That's that's a fun one. That's a really nice game. I like. Um, What's I'm the a, points burn? It's Tulane. Well, Ole Miss is minus seven and a half. <sighs> I'm gonna go Tulane on this one. I'm with you. I I, I think I'm with you. I don't see them winning, but for some reason, I'm with you. Uh, them covering, I yeah, I yeah, I could I could honestly see them winning. Oh, uh, I could too, but I just don't see it. <laughs> if they win, like, the problem that is, sense. yeah. Well, if they, I think honestly for Tulane, they're going to try to throw everything at this game because they just came off the big bowl win against USC. This is a home game. It's almost like a coming out party. If they win this. It really doesn't matter for the rest of the season for them because it's they just be an SEC, a ranked SEC team at home. Um, that's going to do pay so much for their program, and then like the rest of the season, just cherry on top. I don't know. I I just think that's a I, I see that one coming from a mile away. Texas A and M at Miami A and M's a minus four and a half. I I like Miami. I I do too. I absolutely do like Miami too. And I know uh you know uh, Miami kind of laid an egg against AM last year, but that was more just the offensive play calling, it felt like if you watch that game. I I I I like it, Cassie. I'm gonna Miami too. All righty. Do we even bear to do the Iowa Iowa State game? The uh, we like the Gamble Bowl. Trump's gonna be there. Yeah, let's do it. I like Iowa. I thought Iowa looked pretty solid last week, and I don't, I don't trust the uh, Cyclones. You see, this is where just logic. So I'll just take Iowa State then, because this game always defies logic, and like the better team never wins. I feel like. So I'll go Iowa State here. Dan going with the underdogs this week. Yeah. That's the fourth one in a row. Yeah. <laughs> All right. The the big one. There ain't many games this week. 
Uh, they, I mean, because the NFL. Well, there, there's the the big one at seven on Saturday. Texas Bama. Yeah. yeah, Texas Bama. I feel like we should do one more and then Texas Bama. All right, all right. Let's pick a late night game then. UCF Boise State. That's a fun one. Wisconsin um, Washington State, six o'clock, seven thirty. Wisconsin is a six and a half point favorite. It's at Washington State, though, so oh, it's tough, man. Washington State won at Camp Randall last year. Give me, give me Wisconsin. Will he go for fifth in a row? Yeah, I, I'm gonna take Wisconsin. He didn't I, do it. <laughs> I got, I gotta take Wisconsin on this. It's, I'm trying to like think, talk myself into Washington State, but the only thing I got is they beat them last year, and it's at home and their stadium's tough, but it's it's not tougher than like a Wisconsin night at Wisconsin. So it's 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 definitely you gotta go Wisconsin on this one. All right, the big one, Alabama. Texas. Uh, uh, Jalen Milrow looked unreal this weekend. Um, He might be the better quarterback. And if he's the better quarterback, Texas ain't got no shot. So roll tide. I'm going Alabama. Absolutely. Um, This is all. I think this is a time too, where I'm actually excited to cheer for Alabama because I just want to see Texas lose by like, 21 at least. Um, I think Bam's going to absolutely eviscerate them. I think it's a close game, but I also think it's a two-score game, if that makes sense. Okay. Like a a, ten, a touchdown and a field goal type game. Yeah. I like Alabama as well. Same. At home, in Tuscaloosa, at night. It would be it would be interesting. It'd be cool to watch Texas upset. Don't get me wrong. I'm also in favor of that. But I'm all, yeah. I, I think the most realistic outcome is Alabama just beating the brakes off Texas, and that's that. Absolutely. Now, before we wrap up the show, you know we recorded Sunday and everything, and it, it came out, and um, you know. I really forgot to we, – we didn't get a chance to mention this, but Duke University, <laughs> thank you from Buckeye Nation. Um, what a nice, nice way to end Labor Day. Just an absolute ass whooping of the Clemson Tigers. Made Cade Klubnik look like a FCS quarterback. Um Honestly, more like a Division three quarterback. He, he played terrible. Um, I literally was texting my friends. I was like, I think Kate Klubnik has money on Duke because like he was just fumbling in the red zone and just making terrible, terrible like decisions that were turnovers. Um, Duke's for real, though. So shout out Duke. And Dabo, hold that L. Our state broke him. Justin Fields broke him. And that guy tried to say they didn't. 
Yeah, you lose, break him. Okay, okay, buddy. All right. So I, I can't believe it. Duke. I don't know if they're for real, but they have a. They have a shot now. They have I think, a shot to win the AC. Well, they don't have a shot to win the uh, AC. Realistically, Duke's probably a nine and three, ten and two team at the like the way they're projecting. Yeah, you might be right. You I might don't think be right. I don't think they'll win the ACC, but they're gonna be a they're gonna go to a nice bowl game. Yeah. I, I like it. Yeah. But that's all I got, Cass. That's all I got, my sir. So as always, thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Butcher's Podcast. Uh, hopefully we see some of you down there at the game this weekend. And as always, go Bucks. Go Bucks.